Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. We're shifting today from Buddhas and bananas to the blueprint. Jesus is our blueprint. He is the Father's design. And we are shifting now in our reading of the book Toxic Love by Malcolm Smith to begin to shift into how the love life was meant to be lived. So join me in this shift. As I am traveling through Europe, let's continue to travel through the truth of the blueprint. Hey everybody, I am so glad to be able to bring you greetings from Poland and I am getting ready to do a bit of car travel today and uh, going from one city to the next. So if you're one of those folks that uh, has uh, my prayer map and the itinerary, then you know where I'm headed and I am headed into Ribnik for a couple of days before I move on into Ustran this weekend. And then from Ustran, I will travel to Krakow and catch a flight from Krakow over into Frankfurt. And then I'll be in Germany for a few days for the opening of the School of the 70 for the first time in Germany. So I want to uh, just simply read As we continue on in the blueprint, I want to continue to read just a bit of chapter four from this very small but very powerful book, Toxic Love by Malcolm Smith. I hope you were able to listen to the archive episode um, and uh, the one where it talks about uh, when the veneer rips. And uh, because it is a part of just reminding us that the goodness of man is never going to make the whole trip. Everything human has limits, my friends. And I guarantee you human love has its limits. You may not have hit them yet. I certainly have in myself and in others. And I put no demand upon it. I pray. I put no demand upon it. No expectation in it. No hope. Um, in it so that we come to the end of that so that we can live in the love of God receive the love of God and live in it and we're going to need this my friends God is giving us time though we see warnings all around Uh, he is giving us time to receive of him uh, not earn but to receive of him the love that we Um, we're meant to live in. It's what matures us, activates faith. Uh, We are going to need this so deeply uh, in the days, weeks, months, years to come. Uh, Because whether or not we're going to see the last days, I mean, if you know, you are one day closer to your last day, your last days upon the earth, and how shall you live? And so we want to remember uh, that as we receive the love of God, we mature in our life with him, first and foremost. Uh, Then we are able to love ourselves 
out of the love of God, and then we are uh, able to love others out of the love that God has for us. And you can read that in 1 Corinthians 13, I believe verse 13 in the Amplified Classic. It tells us very, very clearly that love is true affection for God and man that comes from knowing the love that God has for us and the love that he has put in us. We must have this to be able to live, as I heard someone recently say, if we're going to live as the ecclesia, the ecclesia, uh, as uh, who we are, uh, the body of Christ, this very powerful, true breed of fellowship. We must know how to move together, function together. We must know how to work together, labor together, right, to see the fullness of what it is that the Father has desired. So, in that big picture, let me read the simplicity of just this uh, short bit here out of chapter 4. Always remembering Jesus is the blueprint, the design of the Father. We can look at him and know. Don't take your Christian lessons from anywhere else other than from him and from the Word of God. So here we go. A godly sense of self. Jesus died for his enemies, for all of us. He did not love his neighbor as himself, but more than himself, in choosing to die for us. But doesn't that sound similar to some of those we have described, who operate out of a false and sinful imitation of divine love? We must remember the godly principle of Christian action we have established. Jesus was not seeking to do his works in order to be loved, either by the Father or by those to whom he ministered. The love of the Father was so real and totally satisfying to him that how others looked at him and treated him was second to that all-fulfilling relationship with the Father. There was no inner unsatisfied need in Jesus that made him die for us so that we would love him. Jesus died for us, his enemies, not because he hoped that in so doing he would gain our love, but because the Father commanded him to do so. In that sense, the death of Jesus was the crown of his life, because all his life he had done only what the Father willed. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he uttered the words which controlled his life, Not my will, but thine be done. Luke twenty-two, forty-two. Jesus was a true person, a true self, the blueprint of man that God intended us all to be. A true self does not look after the self, but chooses to surrender it to God, to listen to and obey him. This is the life of joy, peace, meaning, and significance. At the same time, it is often the life of self-sacrifice, even to death. If Jesus had died to help people, it would have been pointless, a wasted heap of ashes. But because he died at the Father's command, he was exalted to be their Savior and Rescuer. Likewise, Christians are called to obey God, not to go around laying down their lives for everyone who asks them to, ending up on the ash heap and whimpering that no one cares. Whenever we are simply responding to people's needs out of our own deep need for love, we are always disappointed, for very few of those we try to help will care enough to even say thank you. 
But if we act because the Father commands us to, then we know that we are part of a greater whole, and our sacrifice is knitted into the ongoing purpose of God. Christians lay down their lives for the people their Abba tells them to, and so, in it all, they have the strengthening of the Holy Spirit, they have a joy set before them, and they know they are not alone. So my friends, be encouraged today that we live out of our life and love from Abba, from our Father, and it flows out first to us. You'll never be a shriveled up martyr in the corner, right, as you live unto God. It's not possible. Jesus didn't live that way. You see, you live, as the book began in chapter 3, it told us that he lived, Jesus lived out of the inner fullness and consciousness and full experiential love of the Father. You see, out of an inner fullness we live. We allow him to love us. And because the Father can't take his eyes off of us, because the Father loves us and tends to us, we go out full, my friends, to live unto God and to live Uh, in service to others and in relationship to others. So it is out of his direction, out of him as our source. So it is not possible for it to end up in just bitter martyrdom. It's not possible. So if you're in self-pity, if you're keeping a, a, a running account of all that you've done and look, nobody pays attention to me. Nobody calls me. Nobody does this or that. I'm by myself, right? And, and the, the, the buzzards, <laughs> the vultures of self-pity are, are surrounding you, my friends. That can't possibly be the source of all you've been doing. The source could not be the Father for it to end that way. Because there is so much transformation he does from within when he is putting love in right order, which we've referred to many times here on Tent Talk, especially out of the book Ultimate Intention. But isn't the whole Bible (laughs) the book on God putting us into right and proper order where it's God loving us, us receiving that love, it transforming us within You see, it's not a feeling. God is love. And when we are receiving of him, then there is so much that he does within us as he puts us in right order and things begin to come uh, into focus and are much more clear. And I have no need to go out and martyr myself and be anyone's hero or be anyone's villain. Uh, There is such a Oh, to say it's a different way of living is such an understatement. But it's, it is being learned daily as we continue on with him. Because we are in the big picture. We are in the great fulfillment of what it is that God is doing. And it's very easy in the events that we live in today and hear about and watch and see and to become completely overwhelmed and for it all to seem so senseless and to seem so empty when we look around. How could it possibly make any difference what one person does, what you do or I do? But it does. As we live receiving of the Father, and we live 
living unto him. And simply because we love him, we follow him, and we keep his commandments uh, to love the Lord, to love ourselves, and to love our neighbor. And so it is in the simplicity of living our life, like me, like you, getting up, putting one foot in front of the other, and here we go, right? Because how else would you live life? It's not some big dramatic, you know, glamorous thing. It's the day in and the day out. So I want you to be encouraged today to receive of him and then to live like him. And let him, let him make you, let him build you, let him lead you. Maybe take a, a, a simple look today at Romans eight fourteen. Holy Spirit is the one who pours the love of God into us, spirit to spirit. It doesn't start in your soul, my friends. It begins in the spirit. And he leads us who are his sons. He leads us and directs us. So therefore, we are learning how to live from him as our center. And we are not just being nice people trying to do, you know, just random acts of kindness. My friends, the more you mature in his love, the more specific you get about your life and living out your assignment. And assignments can change. Assignments are not just one-dimensional. Assignments can shift and move. You're rooted and grounded in him and in his love, but you can pull up anchor in your assignments, right? You can move freely about with him. So let him lead you today. Let him love you. And uh, we will mature and we will move with him in these days that we are assigned to. You see, this is our hour of history. We don't want to miss the whole reason that we're here. So be encouraged today, and we will talk soon. Love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.